Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And this is normally the show where a horror expert, that's me, and a horror novice, that's him, me, um, review horror movies. But this I. is our special bonus Halloween episode. Um, if you paid close attention to the trend of the past two years we've had special bonus Halloween episodes, you would surely anticipate that we'd be reviewing Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. But much in the way that Halloween se- 3 Season of the Witch disappointed a lot of viewers, so is Scream 101, because we didn't do that. Well, we're going to just ignore it in the canon. Like, next year, we're just going to go straight to Halloween 4. I'm not promising that, because I like Halloween 3. You just said that you didn't like it. No, I said that we're going to disappoint our listeners <laughs> by not reviewing it. Well, okay um, then. It's just our schedules didn't work out, unfortunately, and also I got kind of sick, and it's just like, meh. Yeah, and he wanted to come up with a new technique to like really jazz things up here. Yeah, so for this uh, super special bonus episode, what I wanted to do was there is a, a 30-day horror movie challenge that people are supposed to be doing for October Like, because the people who watch 31 movies in October or whatever, um, I did not do that because I'm not insane. Mm-hmm. And I watch horror movies most of the rest of the year anyway. But I really liked the idea of this uh, challenge, so I wanted to go through the 30 days and we could outline what our pretend marathons would have been based on these criteria that they give for each day. Does that uh-huh. make sense? Yes. I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to the audience. They're not going to respond. This isn't the kind of format. Yeah. Well, uh, we're just going to jump in because then you'll get it. So I just have to say that this thing includes your, like it involves, it is based on your love of lists. I love lists. They're the best. They're and the best thing to happen to Anything the world. that has lists in it is going to get Brennan jazzed up. It's true. he makes lists for fun. Lists are he'll my make, kink. He'll make playlists for fun. I do. He'll make just movie lists out of the blue for no reason. He's like, here, yep. here's a list of my top five favorite movies. Here's a list of my top five favorite scenes in that movie yep. for each one. It's like it's a freaking outline. And I'm like, I didn't ask for this. And he's like, well, <laughs> Merry <is."> Christmas. <laughs> exactly. And that's my gift. And I'm like, well, thank you. It's more of a Hanukkah gift. But, you know, hey, Jesus loves all. <laughs> it's more of a list of candles that holiday. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So um, let's go through. Let's not talk too much about the movies because there's going to be 30 of them each. So that's a lot of movies. Let's be fast. Um, Just rapid spitfire. Yeah. I mean, we can just say a little bit about it. Um, The first one is your first horror movie. Child's Play. Mm -hmm. It's a fun fact. Uh, I apparently as a child really liked this movie a lot. So much so that my sister got me a Child's Play, a good guy doll. Um, or I guess it was a Chucky doll. I don't know specifically what it was I mean, for my he, birthday. He is both of those things. Um, and like, I eventually started having nightmares of this doll. Uh, and so I got frightened of him and I threw him in a dumpster. 
<laughs> and my mom went to go look for him in the dumpster. And he ran away? Well, no, she couldn't find him. So maybe he did run yeah, away. Maybe he did. Maybe he's in the corner somewhere just waiting to get me. <laughs> yeah, in, in my first horror film, I don't know if this is totally accurate, but I remember my first being The Sixth Sense, which I still love. That movie's great. Oh, that's great. a good one. I'll uh-huh. write that down somewhere. Okay. <laughs> just on a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Says the sixth it's on sense. my to-do list. It's right. on my to-do list. Okay. I have to get ready for the seventh sense. Maybe we should watch that on Halloween. We're still looking for w- the movie that we're going to watch on actual Halloween. Oh, maybe we will. Oh, but that one's so sad. It is really sad. That's I why I love it. I cry every time that one scene. <sighs> Tony Collette. Yeah. And he's telling her, it's like your grandma, grandma was at the recital and now she's dead. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> what a transition. The last horror movie you saw in the theater. Um, The last movie that I saw in the theater, um, I'm going to ignore and yeah. go for the second to last one, which was Annabelle. Creation. Creation. Great. Did you like it? I loved it. It was fun. It had some kind of like Hispanic looking nun. <laughs> yes, uh, it did. Uh, oh, she's actually like a Mexican actress, right? Yeah, she's from Miss Bala. Yeah, she's great. She was on Narcos. You guys will love her. Um. Uh. And yeah, and I'm looking forward to the nun, that new movie coming up. Oh yeah, which she might have a small cameo in. Who knows? She probably will. It'll probably just be her. She's the just, nun. Yeah, you just don't cast Miss Bala and not and have her for one movie, Brennan. You're gonna have her in a lot if you say so. Um, the last movie I saw in the theaters was Happy Death Day. I saw it with my 14 year old cousin. It blew his mind. It was super fun. I really enjoyed it too. It was it was really fun. Um, a lot of my grown-up friends did not like it so much, to which I say, it's not for you. Like, why are you mad? <laughs> to which I say, why do you hate fun? You yeah, know? exactly. Why do they hate fun? They're like, well, it wasn't gory enough because it was PG-13. And I'm like, yeah, did you think it would be really gross and gory? It's PG-13. Exactly. If there's anything that I don't like, Brennan, it's people who don't like fun. The other day in class. Number three. The favorite other day, classic horror movie. The other day in class. I'm telling the story, okay? Okay. See, I, I thought we were going to blast through this list, but that's fine. I want to tell the story. Okay. okay so this episode's going to be so long. We had to log on to a Google Doc and like show and interact with each other on a freaking Google Doc. So it was like 30, not 30, there's like 20 of us left now. Um, people just dropping like flies in this class. Uh-huh. Uh, 20 of us in this Google Doc, like... Uh, changing things and this one girl was typing and I changed her font to comic MSN. Did you really? Yeah, and she was like, Why do you hate me? That's so, so funny. And I'm like That's I, the best thing that's ever happened. I'm glad you told that story yeah, now. Yeah, and I was like, um, it's not that I don't hate you, it's just that why do you hate fun? You know? <laughs> yeah. Comic MSNs is fun. <laughs> it's just called Comic Sans. But Whatever. That's fine. Isn't it comic MSNs? No, that's too many things. I think it's comic MSNs. Okay. I think it's MS. For Microsoft? For like multiple sclerosis. <laughs> okay. Day three, your favorite classic horror movie. Um, Day three, The Exorcist. The Birds. Yeah, we don't, you know, I've talked about how much I love The Birds. And, and the I love Exorcist The Exorcist. The end. Number four. Give me why you do this to me. <laughs> why you, I say that. It's a line I quote all the time. Oh, okay. Why you do this to me, Okay. Number four, <laughs> a horror movie you thought you'd love and didn't. Uh, Good Night, Mommy. Yeah, that was a disappointment. Yeah, we went, like, I was so jazzed up. I was like, we're going to go to Pasadena, this really indie theater over there. We're going to get some cool food. We went to Blaze. Like, we made a night of it. Yeah, watch an Austrian movie. And then once the movie was, I was like, oh. Yeah. I think I fell asleep during it, too. You do that a lot. But also, it took a turn in the third act that was just not necessary. And then, whatever, it was lame. Um, For me, although I still liked this movie, uh, a horror movie I thought I would love was Krampus. And I only liked it okay. Yeah. I liked Krampus. I was watching a little bit today. Oh, cool. It was on the HBO. 
Yeah, like, well, just when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is going to be great, 10 out of 10, and it's like a 7 out of 10. I'm like, yeah, you're right. All right. Mm-hmm. It's only good. It's fine. Um, okay, number five, favorite horror remake. Um, my favorite horror remake is Texas Chainsaw 2003 edition <sighs> with Jessica Biel and all the hillbillies. Yeah, that one's actually totally fine. It's a, it's a solid remake, and... I object to you placing it higher than the first one, but whatever. Uh, my favorite remake is uh, Wizard of Gore um, in terms of how much it is a leap and bound ahead of the original movie, which is just a crappy uh, Herschel Gordon-Lewis gore film that's really boring and repetitive. But the remake has Crispin Glover in it, and it's like this really twisted like steampunk horror movie with the suicide girls in it mm-hmm. and it's it sounds like something i would hate but i found it really fascinating <laughs> um yeah number six your favorite vampire movie um i'm gonna go a little i'm gonna be a maverick here oh and say that it's not my favorite movie but is my favorite vampire just medium? property 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 fine we'll go with property and that's true blood Ooh, you're a true fan yeah it's just sexy vamps and it, they really gave these people like a good lore. I felt like they were consistent with what the vamps could do. Like so, drink blood, be sexy, yeah. take off their shirts. Well, it was like the older the vampire is, the stronger he is. And that was always cool to see how that worked out. Uh-huh. Um, how they had to be buried in order to become vampires. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I th- that is a, that's something that bothered me about Buffy's. They were never consistent about how vampires happen. Like she was always waiting in the graveyard for vampires to show up. But like how do they get buried? Cause other vampires didn't have to be. It's so confusing. Mm-hmm. See true blood. They thought things out. They were consistent. They had really good script writers. And so bravo to you guys. Cool. And y'all know, I love Blackula, but I'm going to go with a girl walks home alone at night. It's so atmospheric. And there's that scene where they're slowly approaching each other for like two minutes. And it's somehow super erotic and not boring. Mm-hmm. And that is an accomplishment. I did not think uh, would have happened. So great movie. Yes. Thank you. Uh, number seven, a horror movie you think nobody has seen. Uh, hasta el viento tiene miedo. Yes, even the wind is afraid. We did an episode on this one. We did an episode on a lot of these. This yeah. is where we got a lot of our information. Mm-hmm. That's where I get most of my information. Uh huh. That one, great movie. I agree. And mine is Ghost Writer, which is Alan Cummings' directorial debut. I talked about it on that episode of Shockwaves that I was on um, when I was recommending LGBT horror. Name dropper. I mean, yeah, well, the thing is, I don't think I had any influence on anyone because I've heard of no one who watched it because of my recommendation, and I'm really sad about that because it's really good. It's not streaming anywhere, which is probably why. Yeah, it's not easy to get. <laughs> no, but you could you could buy the DVD for $8. <laughs> Who's going to do that? You know what? Text me, and I'll mail you the DVD because I have one. <laughs> anyway, it's, It'll be the traveling it's really good. Yeah. Sisterhood of the Traveling Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, day eight, your favorite foreign horror movie. Um, day eight. Oh, L'Interieur. Oh, Inside. Inside. Oh, that movie's gross as hell. Um, yeah, that movie's yeah, great. French. Mm-hmm. We did an episode on that, and you were kind of sort of there. Bonjour. <laughs> yep. Um, and. I think people who have listened to me talk for a while know that my favorite horror movie is a foreign horror movie, but I'm yep. not going to say that one. You're not? No. Um, I was mouthing it as we speak. Because that might come up later. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say Cold Prey, which is a Norwegian slasher film starring Ingrid Bolsoberdal. Is that the one with all the naked Santas? <laughs> no. Uh, that's A Christmas Tale. Oh, okay. And that one's 
it it's Scandinavian. I don't remember if it's Norwegian or not. Um, Same difference to me. Yeah. No, uh, Cold Prey is really, really good. Um, the Norwegians really have a way of watching or taking American genre movies and just making them like way better than we are currently. Um, and it's super interesting and I like it. Okay. Um, and the sequel is really good too. Number nine, favorite supernatural horror movie. Uh, number nine, favorite supernatural movie. Yep. Um, what did I write? I wrote Insidious. That's a good one. Oh, that when the Darth Maul face first shows up, that's a great scene. Yep. With Patrick Wilson, the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yes. Um, and very reminiscent of sliced bread. Yeah. He's boring. And I'm going to pull from what I, uh, I'm going to pull from what is the last movie that Shannon and I watched together on this podcast and say the changeling. Um, cause I, I think about the changeling a lot. That was a really effective haunted house movie that I really, really enjoyed. And I like the regular changeling with Angelina Jolie. Sure. Um, number 10, a horror movie that everybody loves, but you don't. Oh, this is easy. This is Texas Chainsaw, the original. <sighs> yeah, this is always a controversial opinion, and I'll just skip right past it because it's no fun for me to talk about because I love that movie so much. Okay, well, um, see. But it really fits the category. It really does. Yeah. And mine is... It's going to ignore my opinion. No, your opinion is your opinion, and I respect that you have one. All right. So you see, it's just that it's flies going to the to the swatter, Brennan. And then the flies like knocking the swatter onto themselves. <laughs> That's really what I thought of this movie. I understand. Natural um, selection at work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so from, yeah, you're, you're very much like, why are you walking into this random house? <laughs> That's yeah. someone else's property. Um, but we've talked about this so much already. Yep. Um, mine is probably, probably the world at large doesn't think this is a movie everybody loves, but me as a member of the niche horror community, very much feel like it is a an overpraised movie and that is session nine which oh. is one of the worst movies i've ever seen and everybody loves it it's because it has a good setting it's in like a decrepit That's debatable yeah well it's in a decrepit mental institution and people are like "Ooh, spooky but it's shot terribly there's one of the worst line readings you'll ever see from david caruso it's hilarious it like that scene is so bad it's good, but most of it's either so bad it's boring or uh Was it indie? Yeah, it had okay. to be. Or just like really lame fight club uh-huh. ripoff. I don't know. Or just like psychological whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh I just that movie's such a waste of time for me. Another movie that I fell asleep during. Yep. You're so lucky. <laughs> uh number eleven, favorite horror comedy. Scream. Yay. I love that movie so much, as people should know. Um, but and I'm gonna say mine is I don't I don't I don't I don't feel confident about this, but I, I just wanted to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, because I wanted to give Chainsaw some love. And we watched that recently when Toby Hooper passed away and I really got a I liked it before, but I got a newfound respect for it and I really, really enjoyed it the second time. Yeah, and I like Scream because it was funny, yet also scary. Yeah, no, Scream is the, uh, if, you'll, if you'll pardon my French, the ne plus ultra of the horror comedy because it is... What What kind of lame joke was that? It was French. It was, but that was a lame joke. Okay. And you're so smug right now, just so <laughs> proud of yourself. Like, I can't let you get past with that. Okay. Um, no, because it's it's satirical but mm-hmm. it, it has some great comedy and it's also genuinely effective and scary mm-hmm. and meta and great yeah and the first time that i think i saw the movie all the way through 
was uh, Brendan took me to go see it and that like those weird annoying Hollywood people that go to like cemeteries to go see movies yeah it was at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery yeah and um, it was pretty funny to see everybody's reactions to like uh, Courtney Cox running in heels okay I was gonna be my second one because that one was just great Uh, Courtney Cox running in heels very inefficiently um, and uh, Wes Craven in a Freddy uh, sweater oh yeah that was also being a janitor times are tough in the 90s yeah Got to get work where you can find it. Mm. Number 12, the most disturbing horror film you've ever seen. I was really disturbed when I first saw it, particularly in the theater when people were just like applauding these death scenes. Uh-huh. And those were the death scenes in the green room. Just green room, no the. There's no the? Nope. That's why they dropped the article. You know, it's universal. This is all green rooms everywhere. Um, I would hope that the green rooms <laughs> everywhere aren't like this. No, yeah, okay. Um, Poor weather girls, that this is the crap that they have to put up with. I know. Sexism no. in the workplace and gore everywhere. Wait, are you saying that because they're in front of a green screen, they're in a green room? Because yeah. that's not what that means. I think they call it the green room. No. I'm pretty sure it's a room. Which no, is it's green. not. It's a room pretty with a green sure, screen. Pretty sure, Brennan. <laughs> okay. I think I know the Weather Channel a little bit better than you. Because you've seen To Die For twice. Yes. And I've only seen it once. I've seen it many times. You're right. That um, movie was very erotic. It was a sexual awakening for me as a kid. Uh, well, that's not one of the categories. So my disturbing film is The Last House on the Left, which is like the it's the Neplu Ultra of the rape revenge film. <laughs> ah. No, but that movie, the whole point of that movie is to drive in how pointless and disgusting violence is. And it does a great job of it. No, thank you. Um, but good job, Wes Craven. Yes. Uh, number 13. A lot of West tonight. Yeah. Favorite zombie movie. Um, this is like, cause I had to write something down. I really hate the genre. Yeah. Um, so I'm saying Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Um, yeah. That, okay. That's solid. I haven't It's a Rob Zombie one. remake, right? No, it's Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder? Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I actually really like zombie movies. Director with a Z in their name. Yeah. Um, I really like zombie movies because the idea of like a viral, um, plague is something that really freaks me out. Yeah, but in that case, we're all dead. We're not really just coming back from the dead. Okay, no, but I'm a germaphobe, and that taps into something like that's really intrinsic to my fears. Okay. Um, so I have a couple. Obviously, the 28 Days movies, but Danny Boyle does not want me to think that there are zombies, so I won't say that. Um, in terms of a newer zombie, zombie movie, uh, Train to Busan was really great. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that I was really good. loved that one. Uh, see, that's the one that is the rule to the exception or something. The exception to the rule for me. Yeah. And uh, also another Norwegian movie, Dead Snow. It's a horror, uh, uh, also a great horror comedy. I Are really Santa's like in Dead that one? Snow. It's gory as hell. No, it's it's Nazi zombies. Oh. <laughs> oh, that movie's crazy. Uh, number 14, favorite indie horror movie. 15? F- 14. Oh, it follows. Yes. I don't know how much of an indie movie that is, but you know. It's more of an indie movie than your first choice. So My first choice was The Duck, wasn't it? No, your first choice was duck, Insidious. Duck, duck. Baba Duck, Duck, Duck. Anyway, duck, um, duck, duck. my favorite indie horror movie is Your Next. Oh, that's a good one. Also a great horror comedy, but the comedy is subtle enough that I didn't want to count it as a horror comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's so I good. Uh-huh. Uh, number four, t- no, number 15, favorite monster movie. Um, again, this is one that I just had to write down because I couldn't think of anything better. Uh-huh. And that was Monsters, Inc. And that's a great choice, though, because that movie's awesome. And Jennifer Tilly's in it. 
Well, I it's actually like my least favorite Pixar movie. Really? Oh yeah, that's true. I'm annoyed by them. You just don't like monsters. I really don't. I like I don't okay. mind Monsters University. I mean college movies are great. Yeah. But you don't even like college movies that much, do you? I do. Okay, no, you don't like college. Yeah. <laughs> Which is um, odd because I can't seem to leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I'm out and then I come running back in yeah. for more degrees. My favorite uh monster movie is the original Godzilla. Um, and that's partially because I haven't seen a ton of monster movies and partially because that movie is iconic for a reason. It is very much about Japan kind of dealing with the aftermath of the atomic bomb in a way that's both like really intense and, uh, like genuinely emotionally powerful Mm -hmm. and like surprisingly well thought out and well reasoned for like a, kind of an on the ground account. It didn't happen that long after Hiroshima. Wow. I didn't know how important it was. Yeah. Godzilla is a very important movie and it's so important. Very good. <laughs> the prayer hands. So important. Uh, number 16, a horror film with a great soundtrack. Um, Oh, Christine. Yes. I don't know why I had to think about it when I just literally read it on my on my paper. Yeah. No, I'm, s- again, really glad you like Christine. It'll make Matt happy that you liked a John Carpenter movie. Um, yeah, Christine's got me hooked, you know. She's one of them she-devils. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Ladies, gonna, they get their okay. claws in you. Uh, and I'm going to say Candyman with that Philip Glass score. And those that choir of children. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a gorgeous, lush score for like a beautiful urban gothic movie. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it's just so Philip Glass is just great. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to listen to him play at the LA was it the LA Opera? Yeah. Was it the LA s- Opera? Yeah, because yeah, it was an opera. Yeah, at the LA Opera and it was just fabulous. It was right after the election and everyone was sad. Um but it was just good yeah. to hear him talk about like what he thinks music can do for people in times of great sadness. That's great. I he's he's a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, day six seventeen favorite eighties horror. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two and two. <laughs> mine's Nightmare on Elm Street one. So <laughs> two years apart. We're or one year apart. He's in the pod. Yep. Why do you like two better? Or why is two the one you chose? Because it's. I know you chose it kind of randomly. I didn't choose it kind of randomly. No? Because it's a swashbuckling good time of homoeroticism. Yes. No pirates. Don't don't let him fool you. Well, gay pirates. No. But pirates. Okay. Um, Number 18. Yeah, you're. But pirates are like just gay people? Uh, Yeah. But like. Whatever. Um, 18, a uh, black and white horror movie, your favorite. Um, Psycho. Yay. Well, you made me pick this one because you were like, do you really like Dracula more than Psycho? Yeah, because like, that should be impossible because Dracula is terrible and Psycho is really good. It's okay. It's good. You enjoyed it when we watched it. I did enjoy it. Whatever. I just really um, wanted to pick Dracula. I wanted it to be counterculture. Dracula is not counterculture. It's one of the most iconic movies ever made. I think it is. I think it's more undeservedly. That's one that everybody loves that I can't stand. I'm replacing my (laughs) other one. Um, And I said Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I think is a really effective, low-budget sci-fi movie. Okay, I have nothing to add to that. I've never seen this movie. Yeah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is really fun. Like I I watch '50s movies every October. 
um, because I have a crossover on my blog with my friend Hunter Allen at Kinemalog. Shout Woo! out to him. Shout out to Hunter. I know he used to listen to the podcast. I don't know if he still does because he's very busy now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's great. And I get to watch a lot of 50 stuff. And I generally feel at a remove from it. But Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I was like right there with it. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. Number 19, best use of gore. Uh. I don't know if this perfectly satisfies every requirement for this category. Okay. I'm going to say hostile. Yeah, right. I've never seen it, so I can't really say anything. I remember seeing it, and it made me really creeped out to like go travel Europe. I'm still, I still want to go. I still uh-huh. want a backpack. I still want to stay in some hostels. I just maybe, you know, want to like... Buy, buy your own padlock. Like bring, bring a around. gun with me. Bring some America with me on this trip to Europe. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, my favorite moment of gore that I chose is in From Beyond. And it is the moment that Jeffrey Combs' pineal gland expands out of his forehead in a little tentacle, which is one of the grossest things ever put to screen, and it's super fun. Have I seen this movie? I'm not sure you have. I think I spared you from it. Okay, cool. Uh, number 20, your favorite horror character. Um, My favorite horror actor in anything that he does is Patrick Wilson. Great. Um, and I'm going to say Riff Raff from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, this is the guy with the long stringy blonde hair, the bald one who works for Dr. Frankenfurter. I was talking about Riff Raff, the rapper. Yep, him. That's who I meant. He has a song where he mentions my name in it. He name drops me. What does he say? I don't know. Like he's at a strip club with Sergio or something. Hey, so you're friends with Riff Raff. Yeah, I am. You're close enough to appreciate, uh, I don't know, the human form. That's great. Number 21, I'm favorite horror franchise. Um, uh, I was lame for this one. I picked The Conjuring. Yeah, I think you were just still thinking about Patrick Wilson from the previous one. I mean, yeah, you know, it's when you have Patty on the mind, it's just all you can think about 24-7. Uh-huh. And for me, obviously Friday the 13th holds a huge place in my heart, but I chose Child's Play. Really? Because I think... Every single one of the Child's Play movies has something incredibly unique and different and great to offer. Cool. And that's the mark of an awesome franchise. All right. Look at you go. <laughs> Growth. Thank you. Um, uh, so I'm going to put mine in. Let's see. What should I put for a paper for a franchise? What, what else would you put? I, I have a couple other options. I think Insidious. Okay. But I already mentioned so that. So more Patrick Wilson, James Wan, Magic. And I'm trying to think of a series that I've liked and seen all of them. Sleepaway Camp. It's just three, though. It's not, like, continuing. It's a franchise. <sighs> if if I can do a three-thing franchise, I'd say Slumber Party Massacre. I'd say my favorite, like, low-key franchise is Sleepaway Camp. Um, but like, oh, Prom Night. Prom Night's really good, too. I've never seen all of them. I've seen the Britney Snow one, which is, by all accounts, the worst one. Oh, it's terrible. <sighs> it's just, I guess I'm just going to side with the many offerings of James Wan. Great. You know what? James Wan seems like he has like an expanded universe of movies. He really up. does. So I'm gonna go by James Wan's expanded universe. He's taking part in like all the expanded universes. He's doing Aquaman, The Conjuring, Xanabels. Is he filming Aquaman? Yeah, he's directing it. Oh, cool. Did you not know that? I probably forgot. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, number twenty-two, best death scene. Um, that was Halloween two. <laughs> ben Tramer. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I can't read my writing. Uh, you can totally read the cue cards there. Um, he stole one of mine. What do you mean I stole? I talked about the Ben Tramer death all the time. We talked about it with Patrick Hamilton on last year's episode about Halloween Two. That doesn't mean I stole it. 
Whatever. I saw that same movie. I had the you same did. reaction to Ben Tramer's Untimely Death. Yeah, that one's great. Where he gets hit mourn. by a van and explodes <laughs> for no reason. And it's the guy that Jamie Lee Curtis had a crush on, which is so needlessly cruel. Just so sad. Oh, man. But so good. <laughs> it's such a good moment. I wish I could have used that, but I instead chose a kill from The Prowler, Ooh. which is Tom Savini's best work. This is the kill that made me doubt everything I loved about slasher movies because it was so gross. Um, it's this guy gets uh, like a, a something sharp. It doesn't even matter. It's a spike of some kind. Um, just like straight down through his skull, and you can see his like jaw moving as it's oh, gross. piercing. It's so gross, but it's really well done. Um, anyway, we need help. Yeah. Number 23, a great quote from a horror movie. Seven days. That is a great quote. That's iconic. It is iconic. In middle school, when that movie came out, you had a bunch of kids just calling each other up being like seven days. And because like most of us had really shitty landlines cause like AT&T was all that was provided <laughs> for us. It was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> and so it really lost its, its 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 effect there, but it was fun. Yeah, that's really good. And yeah, I remember I everyone knows that line, even if you haven't seen The Ring. Mm-hmm. So that that's really the mark of something that has made its stamp on the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quote from a movie that has equally made a stamp on the culture as part of the uh, horror lexicon, and that is New Year's Evil. <laughs> and the quote is. You castrated me, and that is not nice. <laughs> oh, that's a good quote. I was expecting it to be that one scene that you from sat- Bloody Moon. Which one is that? Suffering is good for pleasure. That's a good line too. But I was expecting it to be that one scene from this movie we saw with Shannon, where a woman's on a porch, all of a sudden screaming, "You bastard!" You oh yeah, bastard. pieces. Yeah. Oh, I feel like there's a great line in the remake of Silent Night Deadly Night, but I don't remember it. Oh, there's a. a th- I don't. I don't 100% remember the exact line, but it's you're showing all the bratty kids that Santa wants to murder or whatever. And so it's this this mom. It just for no reason. We've never met these characters. It just cuts from like some sort of action to this mom with her hand shaking, opening this bottle of pills and she pours some into her hand and um, her bratty daughter walks in and smacks all of the pills to the <laughs> ground. And mommy's like, no, Janine or whatever her name is. She's like, you know mommy needs that medicine for her heart. And the girl's like, screw your heart. I want to go to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, man. I think, I, I think you sent me this one. I have. It's such a good scene. It sounds good. It's so random. We got to watch this scene again. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, number 24 is a character that you related to in a horror movie. Or a horror movie character that describes you. And for me, obviously, that's Randy from Scream, even though he's kind of annoying. Which, you know what? I think that's me also. So That's true. I often think of myself as someone uh, bigger than what it is that I'm currently doing. Like, I think okay. it's um, typically, like, whatever it is that I'm doing is beneath me. Okay, so like, which Patrick Wilson character have you chosen? Shush you. So much like I assume uh, Corey Feldman thought of his foray into horror was beneath him, but okay. it really wasn't. And much <laughs> like whatever it is that I'm doing really isn't beneath me, Tommy Jarvis is who I am. Sure. I, I, I don't know any justification about this, and I don't know if you're confident enough in knowing who John Tommy Jarvis is. Yeah. No, I think I am proud of you that you remember him at all. What? It's more based on the fact that Corey Feldman did a horror series, and he probably hates it. Yeah, you're right. 
So it's like me, like, oh, I think it's beneath me that I have to substitute with these little bratty children, but I'll do it because I need to eat. Okay, I see. Day 25 is your favorite Christmas horror movie, and mine, of course, is the 1974 classic Black Christmas from Bob Clark. And mine, of course, is the remake of that, Black Xmas. Yeah, we, I mean, again, the like I do respect that movie because there there is a scene where Michelle Trachtenberg gets her eyes gouged out, and I find her incredibly annoying because of her character in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So that was kind of nice for me, but no, that movie's not as good by any stretch of the imagination. But cookies, cookies, Brennan. Okay, the flesh cookies are pretty cool too. See, um, yeah, number twenty six. Um, it just on this app on this list thing it just says horror movie for a chicken, and we had some trouble um we deciphering two that different ways. Yeah, well, first of all, we were just like, "What chicken are we showing a horror movie to?" But we decided, I decided, "Oh, you're showing a horror movie to someone who's afraid of horror movies," and so he tried to pick a movie that would really disturb them, and I, so I think that really shows something about his personality because I was thinking. You would choose something soft that would scare them. And you're a sadist. No, you jerk. See, what I was thinking is that this person is watching a horror movie to get the full effect. Like, it's a horror movie. Well, if they're a chicken, you could show them anything. You show them Jason X. I say that because... I just wanted to scare them. I know. But I'm listening to this episode or this week's episode of the podcast, How Did This Get Made? And Jenny Slate is a guest on it. And um, they watched Jason X. And she was a little freaked out by Jason X, which I don't think anyone in the history of the world <laughs> has been. That's funny. Anyway, sorry. So what was what was your thing? Um, I don't even. Is it Christy? It's Christy. Yeah. Oh, the movie for the wimp. Yeah, yeah Christy. Because if this was a real life chicken, I'd just show them how chicken nuggets are made. That's actually the way I chose to interpret it. I would show them the movie Cooties, where the opening credits is chicken a gross-ass chicken, like disease-infected chicken nugget being made. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, that's a pretty good horror movie for people who are afraid, because it's also a good horror comedy. Yeah. I really liked that movie. That one was fun. I forgot about that one. That was yeah. Good. Go Elijah Wood. Yeah. Uh, number 27, your guilty pleasure horror movie. My guilty pleasure horror movie. So a movie that is a guilty pleasure for me that is also horror. And it's a film. You wrote it down. Just look at the thing you I wrote down. I circled it because I don't want to say that. So okay. Go ahead. You tell okay, me. he's vamping. Um, I'm just going to say Killer Party, which is a terrible movie, but I love it so much because it's so delightfully random. Uh, we did an episode about it. Me and Shannon did. Yeah, look it up. It's great. Although she's probably gone. From the feed, I mean. Yeah, it's from gone from earth. our feed, but you can find it in our in our archives at podpeople.me. All right, so my favorite guilty pleasure that's a horror movie, and it's a movie that is made of horror, is going to be dun, 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 Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Oh, that movie's really good. It is really good. It's made by yours truly. Christopher Landon. Christopher Landon, son of? Michael Landon. Who was on? Little House on the Prairie. Who was watched by? Your mom. Yes, I love you. And my mom. Everyone's mom. Everyone's mom. This is a secret Mother's Day podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, happy Mother's Day. Um, yeah, number 28, a horror film you'd like to see remade. Oh, um, uh, Wait. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm going to. I'm going to, I'm just going to say mine, okay, which is When a Stranger Calls. Although there's already been two When a Stranger Calls movies, neither of them are good. And I love that idea so much. Like someone needs to make an actual good version of it. Uh-huh. And I honestly want to see a better remake of uh, Children of the Corn. Sure. 
I think that one could be really good. I agree. Uh, number 29, the worst horror movie you've ever seen. Uh, that'll be The Town of Dreaded Sundown. The Town of Dreaded Sundown, eh? Yeah. A. Yeah, you can listen to our episode about that in which we both really disliked it. It was um, very boring. Y- you know, there's what else can we say, Brennan? I know. And my my go-to... Did you ever see the remake of that movie? No. Oh, do you think it's any good? I heard it was pretty good. Okay, so, yeah, I was going to suggest that one be for the remake, but I was like, it has a remake and I haven't seen it, so for all I know, it's worth a gander. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ow, the worst horror movie I've ever seen, my go-to is usually Zombie Diaries 2, World of the Dead. Um, which is one of the only movies I have fast forwarded through a whole scene because it was so grating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just that movie is is bad because of so many reasons, but it's also just really crass. Um, but I'm going to also say the 1981 slasher The Outing, which is more commonly known as Scream. First of all, I'm mad that it stole the title of my favorite movie and it was like 16 Rip years before. So. Yeah, and it was like uh, 15 years before, so I, I can't say that it actually stole it. Um, but also, it's one of the worst, most boring movies I've ever seen. It just constantly pans across a dusty ghost town road. You literally never see the killer. <laughs> um, you all, it, it does a thing where it's like a weapon gets raised, and then it kills a person or whatever in gross, terrible, bloodless ways. Um, but then literally at the end... This this sounds so much more interesting than it is. The killer gets shot by a ghost cowboy. Um, but then, like, the killer falls down, and then they look at the killer, but you never see who it is. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait, so why do I care? Um, it's just the worst. I hated it so much. It's so boring. It's so bad. Um, number 30, your favorite all-time horror movie. Switch it to positive. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite all-time horror movie, but I'm putting it down because it's the movie that I've probably shown the most people. Uh-huh. Um, and that's The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. You love you some Patrick Wilson and what James Wan. What can I say, man? I'm I'm an easy lay. Yeah, and mine is the foreign horror movie I mentioned earlier, Wreck. <gasps> yeah, you didn't mention it. You alluded to it. Uh, sorry, that's what I meant. Um, and our last one, our number thirty-one, is uh, the horror film that started your love for horror. Um, it started this list. So <gasps> yes, it did. Play. Child's come play, full circle. Yeah, and mine is Scream. So that's 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 what that is. We did it. So Don Mancini and Wes Craven, two greats. Yeah, I agree. Masters of horror. Masters of horror, jacks. Of none? Of none. They have no jacks. They have no jacks. They're terrible at poker. Yeah, they don't have a royal flush. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. Sorry this was not a review of Halloween 3, but... Hopefully you've had fun. Hopefully th- you played along. Send us your list. Yeah, please do. Um, If I remember, I'll like copy down that thing and put it on our Facebook and tell people to tell us it. Yeah, I really want to hear everybody's list. Cause it's, I, I, I think it's an interesting concept and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you can find us on Facebook at scream one one podcast on Twitter at scream one one pod. You can email us at scream one one podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe rate, and review us. Give us five stars. Cause uh, we did this all for you, Damien. Um, but yeah, of so the omen? yeah, okay. it's a line from the, from the omen. Oh, okay. Um, I did it for you, Damien. Um, but actually I'm going to tell you now a special announcement Our the month of November will actually, because of our, um, kind of backed up terrible schedule, we will be, uh, we will not be releasing new episodes in November. Um, while Sergio prepares for midterms and I just well, like finals at this point. Oh, finals. Pretty sorry. That's what I meant. November. Yeah. Um, and while I just 
be sick and sad and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be running some reruns of classic Scream 101 episodes with Shannon, um, which I'm super excited about because they have all vanished from our feed at this point because I can only have 100 in the feed at a time. Mm-hmm. And I want to resurrect some of my favorite episodes and keep them in the running a little okay. bit. Good. Um, yeah, so that's going to be happening. Um, and yeah, until then, and we'll see you back in December. Good luck on your spooky journey. Halloween. And stay gold, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Poor Pony! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.